What is up, Wholesale to Million family? Happy Halloween. So I know this video is probably not going to be up on Halloween, but I hope you guys are having a good time. Um, also, too, is we're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Man, today I got the man to come on to share with you guys how he got his first wholesale deal. Um, basically sharing with you all the tips, all the strategies, how he's able to get it and get it done. Because I know a lot of you are starting out trying to get that first deal. The first one's always the toughest. So hopefully this video will add somewhat of a value to you. If it does, please show my guest and myself some love. Boom! Smash that thumbs up for me if you're new to the channel. Boom, smash that subscribe button, turn on the bell notification. So when I upload a new video or when I go live, you get notified, but come on, you guys put your hand, put your thumbs together and help me welcome my man, Jay. What's going on, player? How's it going, King Kong? Let's get this money. <laughs> Let's go get this money. Dude, bro, I love it, man. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, man. So, Jay, so, so Jay and I was talking about it and we're like, well, you know what, how can we get, how can we make this intro a little bit of different? So I hope you guys enjoy that. If you do, man, please be sure to uh, smash that thumbs up for me. So Jay, share a little bit about your story, man, a little background, you know, uh, okay. and then obviously leading into your first deal. And then I really want you to kind of break it down for us, dude, like how you found the seller, how you got the deal, how you found the buyer, the whole entire process, bro. You go, dude. I appreciate it. I just want to start there and just say I appreciate everything you've done for the community and what you've done for me. You, you're awesome, man. I can't. It's not enough words to express it for one. Let's just start there. <laughs> and um, just as far as me, you know, um, somebody who come from an okay background, but as far as working, uh, I was Ubering, making about I only done it for maybe half the year, making about eight grand a year somewhere up in there, and I. Uh, worked for a medical transportation company and I'm actually the dispatch over there. So uh, I was probably making about 20 grand of the year there nothing crazy or anything like that, pretty much. So um, yeah, you wanna just get right into the first deal or how do you wanna, yeah? Yeah, man, let's go ahead and do it. All right, so first deal, how I found the seller, PropStream. Uh, search on PropStream, I actually stack my list pretty good. Um, I live out in Las Vegas. Uh, but I wholesale in Indiana because I'm from Indiana. So I kind of know Indiana like the back of my hand. So nice. Um, so yeah, PropStream, I, I, I stacked the list. I pulled a list of 35 addresses, right? And, and, and that's why I got my first deal out of that 35 address. It cost me about nine bucks to skip trace it to find it out like, and got my first deal out of that one. Dude, bro, so you turn $9 into 10G. Nine into 10G. Nine to ten G, baby, dude. <laughs> hey, it's it's mind blowing, man. It's dude, that's crazy, bro. So so only thirty five addresses. Thirty five for that specific list where I got my first deal, it was only thirty five addresses because I stack them pretty good. Like okay, I do minimum ten year ownership, uh, seventy percent of equity or higher, vacant, uh, absentee, so no one's living there or anything like that. So. Once I broke it down like that, it gave me 35 addresses. And nice. you know, I also do it where, you know, it has to be an individual owner, no cash buyer, no credit transaction on the, on the home, basically. So, uh, yeah, that's how it worked out for me with that one. Nice, nice. So for those of you who have, like, you're starting out, you have very little budget, which I figure probably a majority of you. So you, pro you just like Jay just said, you probably want to list that. So, you, so what you're going to do is 
basically when you list stack it, it's going to squeeze it down and it's make it, it's going to zone in and make your list super, super, super small, but they are on like multiple different, uh, like, uh, you know, like uh, distress, distress uh, situation. Yeah, it's for those of you, you know, prop streams, for those of you, if you haven't used prop streams, we've been using it for many years, man. I love prop streams, man. Um, compared to other sites that I use, I think they, they have the number one best uh, data out there. So yeah. I, I'm going to leave my affiliate link right below in the descriptions. If you guys want to check them out, you get seven days free trial with my affiliate link, which means after the seven days, if you don't like it, you can just disconnect. So basically, you can go from zero dollar <laughs> to 10G, baby. Let's go. Right. So Jay, let's talk. Okay, so the list deck that you talked about, let's go over that list again. Okay. So the list, uh, I actually put it in, uh, it was in New Haven, Indiana. Uh, you want to go over the certain criteria that I yep. use on the list? Yep. So I do uh, vacant, um, absentee owner vacant. Um, I do minimum 10-year ownership. Uh, it has to be owned by an individual, no LLCs or anything like that. 70% um, or more equity in the home. And uh, I ex it's, a, it's, it's a part at the bottom where you could check to exclude all cash buyers. So basically people who use it, you know, brought it the traditional way. So it's not like, typically it wouldn't be an investor or something Smart. like that. So um, I, I learned that when you stack it that way, you could actually pull out some real good data in there. And like you said, PropStream does have excellent data for sure, so. Nice, uh, bro. So now, Jay, after you pull the list, so you got the, your list of 30, dude, that's incredible, bro. Yes. So 35, 35 addresses. And then now, what do you do after that? After that, so what I use is a text message uh, app. It's all compact into one called Text Magic. So okay. um, everything's virtual. You know, I learned from the best. So, you know, don't meet the seller, don't meet the buyer. But yeah, here's baby. one thing. I don't even talk to the seller. It's all text message. All my deals is Woo! all text messaging. So top to bottom, I'm getting people like, well, how can you get somebody to sell their, sell their house to you in a text message? You got to know what to say. And I learned from yep. you, you say you got to know how to talk to the seller. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. So all text. Like, uh, dude, I agree. I agree, bro. Most people under like underestimate, undervalue the important of you got to have that salesmanship skills. Like you, you, you got to learn how to communicate and you got to know how to talk properly with the seller because if you don't if you don't know what to say or how to say or how to mm -hmm. ask questions you're exactly. not going to be able to get the information that you need and especially you know like you, like you're not going to be able to get the prop under contract at a discount so to me talking to seller is extremely important Good. oh definitely so, got gotcha, you man so all, dude that's incredible man all this was done through text message never yeah. chat with the seller never chat with the seller never okay. never went to the property never uh, spoke with the buyer, never met the buyer, didn't go to closing. Gotcha. Any. So now, Jay, where did you get the phone number, though, bro? Uh, skip trace right in PropStream. Oh, okay. So you you actually just use PropStream to, to skip trace and get the phone number. Yeah, it, it costs a little bit more. Like, I tried other places, but the way that, or the way that I do it, uh, the way that PropStream, once they skip trace it, they give you the landlines and they give you the sale. Most companies, they just put them all together. So you, you can't really cipher. At least I don't know how to cipher between the two. Sure. So for PropStream, they label it under sale. So when I go in my text blast, I'm only sending to the cell phone numbers on the list that I pull. So I like it that way. It's simple and it goes straight out. If I try it, I try getting it from someone else. And if it 
tries to send a text to the landline first, it'll mess the whole campaign up. It won't go to the rest of the numbers. Mm. So you have to have that set up the right way in PropStream. I'll pay a little more if I can, you know, reach out to them and get to the sellers quicker that way. Right. Nice, bro. So you you skip trace. You got it. And then you go over to text magic mm -hmm. to send them a text message. Yep. I import okay. it straight from once I export from PropStream, I import right into text magic, send them a text message. Um, you know, just the general, I'll even give up, you know, because I, I feel like I got a little nugget in there to how I get them to reply to me. So I reach out to them. I just let them know whatever money it is. I'll say, hey, my name's Jay. Uh, my boss, which is a group of investors, but I should say my boss looking to purchase for my home before the month of November, let's say before the month of November, and it'll have the address already in there. So are you interested in selling your home on whatever the address is for full price? That's my key that I throw in there is for full price. And people say, okay, well, why? you know, you're not giving a full price. Of course, the full price could be whatever your home is worth minus the, the repairs, you know? So when they hear full price, they're like, okay, well, what is, well, what is full price? And that's when I get into my whole spiel. And I see that a lot of people respond to that. Even if it's a no, they want to know, well, what's full price? Like they'll send me full price, question mark. And then that way I can get them on the line. I'm trying to get as many fish on the line. So then, you know, I can see how many I can close from there. So Jay, Jay, Jay. Nuggets. <laughs> You're dropping the nuggets, bro. I mean, I think that's what, you know, that's what people do with sales as well, right? Like, like, like you go and you see buy five for what, you know, buy, Hey, you know, you, if you buy one, you get the other one, but they mark up the price. Is the same, right? Dude, yeah. I love that, bro. And that's what it's dude, about. Correct, man. And and the thing is, you know, um, that is the same as people say, people pay so much attention, Jay, on when before, I mean, I also made this mistake before, you know, when I was sending out letters, right? Direct mail. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, oh man, what should I write on the letter? I, you know, I, well, what should I write on there? But you know what, man? If they don't, if they don't open the envelope, she exactly. baby, exactly. you know what I mean, man? If they don't open the envelope, even if you got some good in there, man, they ain't going to see it. So you want not, not, not the letter so important, but the, but, but the envelope, right? So it yeah. catch their attention that they open to, to know what you want to say in that dude, bro, you're dropping the bomb. dude. Okay. What's next, dude. So let's just go over how it goes when, I, so I speak to the seller. Mm. All through text, like I said, so she tells me um, exactly how much she wants. She wants 15500 for the property, right? Okay. Um, the property needs work. It's vacant. Uh, it's probably, if it would have needed a little bit more work, it probably would have been a teardown, to be honest. Mm. So within the same, I was, I just asked her, so it's 15500 the best you could do? She said, give me one second. <laughs> she goes <laughs> to the husband, right? She says, the husband says, well, we, we owe 13.5 on it and we have to pay closing costs. I say closing costs, you don't have to worry about closing costs with me. She was like, so if you can give us the payoff of the loan, 13,500, you can have the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. So, you know, I, okay, well, what, where, what email can I send the agreement to? Like right after that, that's where we're going. So, so we go out, check out the property. I, I get someone to go out to the property because I don't live in Indiana. Give mm. pictures, you know, all that. So the house, it, it looks all right. It doesn't look terrible. Oh. Now, Jay, um, sorry uh, to interrupt you, but I know a lot of people ask this. If you decided to do this virtually, I do 100% virtual. I've been virtual wholesaling for the last past four years. Now, mm -hmm. Jay, how do you find foot on the ground? 
Well, I'm from Indiana, so I have people in that in that mm. area. So for me, it kind of works out. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but you can you can also um, look on Craigslist. I had a guy in Craigslist in areas that I don't have. He'll charge me fifty bucks. And you know what? It's actually just a small note. He was actually a wholesaler, and he couldn't find deals. So to kind of get money on the side, he says, any other wholesalers who don't have foot on the ground, I'll go take pictures for you. You pay me $50, which I thought was pretty smart. Yep. So, Absolutely, um, man. So yeah, so I already have boots on the ground there. So okay. it wasn't an issue for me. Okay. Um, so yeah, once we go out, see it, um, lock it up. She signs the, the next day. Um, and then, you know, we start to hunt for the buyer. Okay. Now, um, Jay, how much was the earnest money that you put down? $10. 10 dude. The, those of you who's watching this and said, you got no, that you got no money? You, you got no $10, man? Like, she, <laughs> dude, and if you can't go find $10, this game is not for you, baby. Yes. Go find another game. Like, go play video game. <laughs> All right, so $10 uh, for the earnest money, okay. And how long do you lock the contract up for with the seller? 60 days. Nice, baby. 60 days, okay. So um, that was all set. And then I, I just went right over to Facebook, got into some, some groups that's in the area. Uh, just, you know, let them know, hey, I have property. I, I learned to notice that buyers on Facebook get upset if you don't put the address. But, you know, if you put the address, they're going to take the deal. So mm. even though I had at that point, I had it locked up. But for some reason, they don't like it. So uh, I just let them know I had property in the area, in that city, any buyers interested and a buyer came for full accent. Uh, I sent it out to buyers for twenty three five. Okay. Um, so he went. To, he paid full accent, and I actually forgot to tell you the house came with a lot right next door to it too. Uh, so it was a package deal for the thirteen five. I forgot to say that. Nice, bro. Okay, so it came with a buildable vacant lot. Buildable vacant lot, but the lot was uh, assessed at about ten grand. So I figure I could get twenty, but the lot has so many trees on it, it's probably going to cost about that much to, to get it. So we just right. basically just threw the lot in. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, okay. So now, um, those of you who's listening, who's watching, um, I recommend that if you're going to post it on Craigslist or any Facebook or, or on the social media, um, unless, unless it's your direct buyer that you have talked on the phone, that you have already qualified, that you're putting on your email list or your text message or your text blast list, I don't send out the address. If I put on Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, or any other local area or Facebook group, I only put the street names. I don't put the house number. I just I just give them the street name so they know exactly the location. And if they are a legit buyer, you just give them a location, right? They will know, hey, is this is this my target area or not? Exactly. Right? The tired kickers is always the one that's trying to give you shit, man. Okay. So just like Jay said, and I agree, there are people out there that if you give the address, you put it on the social media, you don't know who it is, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to come and they're going to really try to steal the, the deal from you. So, so make sure you don't. Okay. And then if they reach out to you, which means they're interested, right? They reach out, then you get on the phone, you qualify your buyers before you give them the address. Right. Got it. Okay. So Jay, how long did it took you to find this buyer, bro? Uh, it took me four days, somewhere up in there. Okay. Three to so four, four days. days. Okay. So the buyer contact you and then, um, you all, uh, and then you set up the walkthrough and he went and looked he the walk, looked at the property and he was ready to go. 
Yeah, he was ready to go at the price because the ARV was about 107. Okay, so so air wow, so ARV is 107. And what was the rehab on it? Rehab, it was probably 45k, maybe maybe 10 more, but I had it about 45k in work. Okay, and that's and that's completely new update with granite countertop and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and they're buying it for they, okay, so they're buying it for 235. Mm -hmm. Now I get a lot of people ask me, um, Jay, how did you calculate? How did you calculate uh, your rehab? Uh, well, I go off a system where it's small rehab is about ten to fifteen, um, all the way up to a heavy rehab would be about thirty to thirty-five dollars per square foot. So I just did the max and just taxed on like an extra five grand, just to have a little buffer. So thirty—that's what I did: thirty-five dollars per square foot. Nice. Okay. So you got the buyer go out there and okay, so the buyer walked through the property mm -hmm. and now was okay. So now how did you have so the property's vacant? Mm -hmm. Did did the seller show up at the showing with the buyer or no? Yeah, the seller showed up. Yeah, that now that's where we start getting to the real issues of the deal is the title company. The title company tried to blow the deal up. The title company even told me. You got you basically robbing this lady. This lady's not making any money. She's paying off her loan and you're making 10 grand. She said you're robbing this lady. And then at closing, the buyer, luckily the buyer was a great buyer because at closing, she told the lady, maybe you should have went to a real estate agent. You probably could have got more money. Like at closing. So I mean, we went through so much to close this deal. We had to double, we was gonna double close it because in Indiana at the specific title company, you have to sign a fee agreement if you assign it, meaning the seller and the buyer has to okay what you're making as a wholesaler. Wow. And that's, so of course, if it's 10,000 or more, we want to double close it, had to go through that. But they tried to stop it and they said, the contract that I sent, I actually used your contract, right? So yep. they said, the contract that I sent them was no good, which is weird because never have an issue. I use it even after this deal with the same title company and they take it. So that tells me that they were trying to blow the deal up. I don't know why, but they were. So well now Jay, mm -hmm. now so after this deal, you go through with the same title company. Mm -hmm. Is it the same escrow agent? No, it's a different agent. Ah, okay. For those of you who this is very, very important. Finding a good title company or an attorney to to close your deal is extremely extremely important yeah. because just like Jay just mentioned, dude, I, I've done it in the past and same thing. They try, they just, right. Cause they don't know what, what is going on exactly. and all of that. So it's very important. That's why I suggest that when you do find a title company or an attorney, cause some say it's attorney only mm -hmm. that you reach out to some local investor in the area and ask them which title or title company or attorney that they have used that have successfully done it so that way you don't have to go through the trial and error and you can just leverage off of their information. Exactly. That is that is probably the best. And not every escrow agent in that title company knows how assignment work and they don't and they don't know what a double closing is. So I dude, I used to go through a title company and I have to talk to four different escrow agents to finally find one. So now this is crazy, bro. So the escrow agent told the seller because it's none of their business man come on man that's what i'm saying like why does it matter what i'm making like 
You have nothing right. to do with it. <laughs> like, dude, your job is to get the paperwork done. We pay you to get the paperwork. Come on, man. <laughs> she, you know? And, okay, like so Jay, the mm -hmm. escrow agent told the seller at the time of closing that she should have listed the property with a realtor. Mm -hmm. And she said you, you probably could have got more money. And then and the buyer told me, because I, I built such a good rapport with the buyer. The buyer was basically how we got the deal done. We had this wow. contracts. I had to use the buyer's contract. He paid like three grand for this contract. But at the same time, he saved me money. I didn't have to double close. I was able to sign it mm. using his contract. So he he basically had to, he was BCCing me on emails to the title companies, letting them know like, it shouldn't matter how much money he's making. Why is it? It took us almost four weeks to close the deal. He was like, why isn't this deal done? Like he went to bat for me. So wow. like, it's, it's crazy because you know, he didn't have to do that. Right. So, um, yeah. Dude, okay. No, yeah, so, yeah. so, okay. So, so Jay, so at the time of closing, the buyer and the seller sit, sit down at the same time and sign the closing? Yeah, usually it's separate, especially with COVID going on, but this agent put them in the same room. Like this oh agent. Oh my goodness. This agent. Man. I'm telling you everything. Man. Those of you who's watching, there's so much good stuff to take away from this interview right the good the bad and the ugly so let me show well, let me share something with you and i jay already mentioned you want to make sure that you tell your escrow agent that they one do not cc you and the seller and the buy in one email i have an i have a title company that did that and i was like oh man <laughs> so let them know they don't do that so anything that's between you and the seller they should see they if they're going to email should only be you and the seller involved if it's with the buyer, it should be only you and the buyer involved. Do not put the three email to like, do not you seller and buyer in one email. So you let them know that, right? If there's any issue comes up, you talk to me and I will talk to the seller or I will talk to the buyer. Okay. Very, very important. And number uh, two is you don't want them to come to close. I'm, I'm sure Jay probably already know, but crazy yeah. escrow agent. So obviously you don't want the buyer and the seller to come to closing uh, to sign the closing at the same time. So you let your escrow agent know that, or the attorney, that there should be a, a 30 minute window. So the other one signs later, 30 minute later, the other one comes in to sign, but they don't come in to sign at the same time, just to make sure that you will, uh, can eliminate all this. Okay. Exactly. Wow, man. <laughs> that, that was the part. And it, it's a lot of people don't talk about that, that side yeah. of the deal. Like I didn't even know that much went into the title i thought you just send them the paperwork they just sign get everything signed up locked up for you but it was harder dealing with the title company than the seller really <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean listen um there there are some deals that are just smooth and there there are some deals man that's you gotta fight it and you gotta battle it out to get it moved to uh, the closing table we actually had uh, a couple of that last month and i'm telling you man it was it was insane it, it was crazy. Okay. But you know what? Every single time when things like that happens, obviously we learn, right? Yeah. We, we learn and we get a little bit more knowledgeable. Um, so, which is good. That's how we able to share and give back to those of you who's watching. So hopefully you don't make the same mistakes. Exactly. Um, now, Jay, how much, how much was the non-refundable deposit that Jobai put down with you? Uh, 2,500 for the buy. Nice. Okay. So at least, at least you got a good, decent amount in there. Okay. So 2,500 bucks for for the, the non-refundable. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was a, a 15 days closing on this one. Yeah, it was real quick. Once 
once they actually got the right info because the like i said not to even keep talking about the title company but they sent you know the uh the hood over and i was getting paid forty thousand. <laughs> like they messed the paperwork up many times we had to go back forth back and forth oh did i lose you oh, I, oh no you see it uh so that's really what took so long is that agent just sending over the wrong info then we had to get her manager to step in and send everything else right and the manager wanted to put the agent back on it he was like all right well, we'll put her back on it to finish it out now that we got everything straight out we're like no like let's have you finish it out we already at this point so it was just it was just wild. <laughs> hey jay first man i want to say congrats bro congrats getting it done dude nine dollars to 10 g baby that's what i'm talking about man hustler i like that so I mean, you guys, that I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know why you wouldn't like this interview. Jade literally <laughs> walked you through it. He gave you all, he gave you the biggest nuggets to get the seller, right? To text you or actually call you and say, hey, what's up, man? Full price? <laughs> Hell to the yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Jade, for those that are starting out, man, for those that are starting out, um, I know you gave a lot of information already, but for those that are starting out and obviously they're trying to get the first deal to grow, what are some tips, advice, or you know, pro and con that you can share with them, man? Well, my main thing I would say is if you're looking to get into this business, it's no cutting corners, it's no shortcuts, it's no quick, like you said, get rich quick. You have to put the work in and you have to stay down, get as much knowledge as you can and just take action. I know that's what everyone says, but it's it's as simple as that, honestly, just to be honest. Like, don't try to, you know, cut corners, just do it the right way from whoever you learn from and just take action. It's that simple. I like that, man. And dude, Jay, I get people saying, Kong, you're saying the same stuff, bro. I got it. Dude, but are you doing it, man? Maybe. I keep we, we keep on pounding the same stuff, but you ain't doing shit. Because right. if you would have do shit, you would have been on my channel. Come on, man, you know? And I was good. You keep on saying, you know? Yeah, I've, so, I've, I've been there, like, getting analysis paralysis, watching a thousand videos, and I'm like, now why I'm not closing deals, you know? And I tried in Las Vegas. Like, Vegas is just so competitive. Yep. And I said, why not go to where I'm from? And Midwest, honestly, it's just booming right now. So, and after that deal, it, and within the span of 20 days, my next deal was 3,000. Next deal was 5,000. Next deal after that was 6,000. Then I got another one, two more closing next week, one for 7,000, one for 4,000. So, <laughs> you know, it's all through text. Never talked to none none of the sellers at all, all through text. Everything. Dude, that's, that's crazy. Hey, listen, for those of you who's afraid to cold call, man, exactly. you know, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, man? For those of you who's afraid to cold call, maybe you can try uh, some text messaging. But honestly, I would still, I would still build up my communication, learn how to talk, learn how to negotiate, and all of that. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, Jay, how do people, how do people uh, connect with you, bro? Uh, they can connect with me on my IG, and I'll actually in my bio I have my company um, IG. So it's just D is in dog, J is in J underscore, <laughs> B is in boy, smooth like S M O O T H twenty four. Huge Kobe fan, so 24 on the end. And um, just go there. You already know. So, yeah, just go there. Reach out to me. Any questions? Like, I, I made the same path that Khan did. I, I told, you know, the higher up, if he allowed me to get in his game and become a successful real estate investor, 
I have no issue giving back to people. So reach out to me. I'm an open book. Bro, man. <laughs> um, right when you say that, Jay, um, I remember, dude. I mean, a lot of people ask me, like, K-Kong, like, what kind of book or what is it that got you to where you are? And like I said, I'm not trying to be religious, man, but I think this one, this one decision changed my whole entire life, bro. And I don't know if I share this, man, and I'm getting goosebumps. But so one day I was working at a J-O-B, man. So I, I, I work my shift. It's like, you know, this at this time I was working night shift instead of day shift. So mm -hmm. I get home about 10 o'clock p.m. And I was still living in the little shed behind a mobile home park. Mm -hmm. And I, I got in and I saw my wife. She was sitting there and she was just crying. Mm -hmm. And I say, I said, Lon, uh, what's going on? Well, I look at the TV and I saw the infomercial Feed the Children. And at that time, bro, we knew that we had much more and we started to be grateful, much mm -hmm. more than, than other people. Like, you know, there are kids out there that just want quality drinking water and exactly. we have that. And from that, for, so we started to feel grateful mm -hmm. for where we're at with our life. And then we both made a decisions to God and we said, God, we promise you, if one day we become successful and we make it, mm -hmm that we will take a portion of our income. The more we make, the more we'll give back. And I, and I tell you, man, I didn't do anything different. The wife and I did nothing different, bro. Mm. We, we still go into her J-O-B. Mm. My wife still go into her part-time job. Six months later, a magical things happen. At that time, Jay, my wife and I, man, we were just, our main focus, dude, was work, save the money, and to buy a house. Because mm. we want to get out of that. Like, who wants to live, you know, who wants to live there? Yeah. So, and that's, that's the only way that we knew how to get away from the shed was to work and save our way. Mm. Dude, I was making $8 and 50 cents an hour. And I told my wife that it will take us forever, Lon, like it'll take us forever. But she said, it doesn't matter how long, but mm. we will get out of here. And I ain't going to move into an apartment and I ain't going to take our money and give it to and pay rent. Mm. So we're going to suck it up. We're going to live here for however long it's going to take us, but we're going to save our way out of there. Mm -hmm. And do you know, man, every single paycheck that I got, she would write down on the calendar. I dude, I wish I have wow. all of the bro. I wish I have all of those. And we stay there for five years. Do you know how, like the calendar, so, like she would write down every single payday, dude, she would write down. She would calculate how much we get to spend it was 50 bucks a month. that we get to spend on ourselves $50 budget, 50 bucks a month. And we would, she would write down everything she saved. And she calculated, if we keep on going like this, Kong, this is how long it's going to take us. But I'm telling you, sometimes you think your plan, right? Like you have a plan that you want to work at. Right. But let me tell you something. God sometimes has even a better plan for you. Six months later, bro, it was crazy. Six months later, um, the wife, she was working at a hair extension kiosk, part-time selling hair extensions. The guy that owns it was a Korean guy. And he was trying to grow too fast. He was trying to grow too fast, too quick, went out of business, told my wife that she, he wanted to sell it over to her because she was the best of the best. Mm. Like she was the top salesman. She knows the in and out. She knows where to get the products and everything. Okay. Dude, and I remember, Jay, that she told me and I told her that I, I didn't believe her. I said, dude, I said, this guy's making too good money. He's making way too good money to, to sell the thing. Cause you gotta understand at the time I'm making $8 and 50 cents an, an hour. And right. I think, I think his business brings in about like maybe five or 10 K a month. Oh. So to me, to me, I say, I say, man, you know, like, 
dude, I remember talking to the wife and I, I said, Lon, if this is real, man, like if this is real, like this, this could be like a little breakthrough for us Yeah. because we both know that we have to work ethic. And my wife knew that she could turn whatever that is into like way better. She knew that she could, do, she knew she could do way better than he could because he was focused on too many things and not focused on that one thing. Mm. And anyways, man, he calls us. We went out to Danny's, dude. We went out to Danny's. Mm -hmm. There was no contract sign. Went out to Danny's. It was just verbal agreement. He said, I, I'm going to sell over to you guys for 20K. Sell to you guys for 20K. And uh, at the time, man, we had about 15 Gs. I remember, dude, 15 Gs wow. saved up. And my wife took the risk. Take the 15K, mm -hmm. gave it to the guy, and, and told the guy if he could do us a $5,000 loan. Right. So basically kind of a personal loan. Hey, mm -hmm. and then what we did, dude, dude. And we just, we didn't spend money. Once we start making, once we start making good money, we didn't spend it. Our, our first goal was, was what, how can we, how can we say, how can we pay off this guy as quickly as possible? So we still budget, we still save. We didn't hire any employee. My wife and I was working there all the time. And then we're just within the next, I think 45 days or so, man. Right. Dude, we, we pay off the guy. We were like dead free on, on the business, dude. It was just rock and roll from there, man. And, and that business, dude, really changed, really helped uh, kind of take, take our life to the next level, man. Because after that, man, we were, we were making more money. And then we saved that money, pay off the house, got into real estate and all that, man. See, that's awesome, man. God, that was, that was nobody but God. I'm telling you, that's. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like uh, magical things happen. It's like yeah. you, you think it's like a lot of times, like I'm, I'm sure it happens in your life and a lot of you that's watching too, mm -hmm. that a lot of times you have a good plan of what you want your life to be. And sometimes things doesn't work out and, and you ask yourself, oh my gosh, like, why didn't it work out? Like, you know, I did like your plan is such so good. Well, why didn't it work out? Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, sometimes it didn't work out because God has better plan for you mm -hmm. and went, you know, and it's like, it's like you only you you can only connect the dots by looking backward. And man, when I look backward, Jay, I see everything that happens, man. It, it all meant to happen just perfectly to get to where I am today. If my plan would have worked out, we wouldn't be here. Right. Because right. Jay, let me tell you what 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 the wife and I what our what our plan was. Our plan was, dude, was open one kiosk mm -hmm. and then open another kiosk and then open another kiosk. But you know, if that plan would have worked out, man, we would have been stuck at the mall. Right, managing all of them, right? Dude, it's not, it's not, <laughs> e it's not easy, bro. Dude, that's wholesaling, baby. Yeah, Way right. better. <laughs> right, exactly, man. That's, yeah, I'm glad so, everything worked out. I know. Hey, thank you, thank you, man. So, for those of you, if you're going through the struggles, um, you know, I want to let you know that don't let the situation, the circumstances, hold you back from accomplishing your goals and your dreams. And sometimes you got to distance yourself from the negative people, from the toxic people. I'm talking about your friends yeah. and your family. You have to distance them, That's distance true. them for a while. Get, you know, focus, be, be selfish, focus on your life to get to the point where you can now, where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And then it's okay to hang out with them now. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's, oh man, those, those words are just, that hit home with me. That's, that's me all day. I, I appreciate those words. I needed that for sure. You no problem, man. So Jay, this is yourself. I'm going to, I'm going to let you wrap it up, bro. So if there's anything else that you want to tell the audience, man, it's been a great interview, bro. Well, I, um, once again, thank you so much for your time because you know, you're, you're, 
your indirect guidance and putting out videos is directly affecting me in my life without you knowing it just know that you play a huge role in my life and we we met before at the 100k event but we, we're not friends yet, but so it's that's huge and as far as everyone that's watching it for one we're going to make this the most viewed wholesale subscriber first wholesale deal video we drop so much information everybody just get grind keep your head down till you get up and let's go get this money let's go get this money oh, baby you guys that's a wrap thank you for so much for watching jay thank you so much for your time bro take thank care you dude so much. i appreciate you thank absolutely you. bro all right bye